familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. You're pregnant and you're planning to breastfeed your baby. But how? Putting your newborn baby at the breast seems pretty basic. Still, you may have many questions, and that's why many moms are choosing to take a prenatal breastfeeding class. What do you really need to know before your baby is born? We're the Boop Group. I use a breast pump. I hand express milk for my baby. I exclusively breastfeed. I use a nipple shield. I breastfed after a C-section. I use a milk bank. I breastfeed in public whenever I feel like it. I pump at work. I breastfeed with a cover. I breastfeed twins. I give my baby bottles. I made my own supplemental nursing system. I supplement with formula. I talk to my baby while I breastfeed. I'm breastfeeding as a survivor of sexual abuse. When I have extra milk, I share it with other moms. We are equal. We are the boob group. Welcome to the boob group. We're here to support all moms who want to give their babies breast milk. I'm Sunny Galt. How do you listen to the boob group? Our episodes are available via iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play Music, and much more. So you can check us out on a bunch of different platforms. You can also download our free apps and listen to our episodes wherever you go. If you are a regular listener and you want more great information such as bonus content and PDF transcripts of all of our episodes and much more, then please consider joining the Boob Group Club. And there's more information on our website site at newmommymedia.com. So let's meet everyone that's joining our conversation today. Uh, we have a few mamas in addition to our experts on the call. So let's start with Alicia. Alicia, tell us a little bit more about yourself and your family. Hello, I am Alicia. I am actually currently pregnant still. I am taking my breastfeeding class tomorrow. So this <laughs> is going to be fun to have a little preemptive knowledge about that. Um, I'm due with a little girl on June 9th. Awesome. Well, welcome to the conversation. And Turiana, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I am Turiana. I have two kids, a four-year-old and a one-year-old. And I have breastfed both my children and I'm currently still breastfeeding and it's like it never ends and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. And Kristen, I know you're our expert. We'll introduce you as an expert a little bit later on. But are you a mama as well? Yes, I am. I am a mom of three kids. I have a seven-year-old, a five-year-old and a two-year-old. Uh, breastfed all of them. I agree. It's like it never ends. And I actually did not take a prenatal breastfeeding class, if that's a fun little piece of info. <laughs> that's why you're teaching them now. That's why you teach them. <laughs> yes, I had to learn the hard way. 
That's awesome. Okay, and you guys know me, but I'm Sunny, and I have four kids. Uh, I breastfed all my kids, but I also needed to supplement with formula with my first two kids as well. My second two are my twins, and I'm still breastfeeding them, and they are about two and a half years old. I did take a prenatal breastfeeding class, but just with my first, so I can certainly participate in today's conversation as well. So, ladies, thanks so much for being with us, and we'll be right back. (coughs) Sounds familiar. If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. It was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. All right, so before we kick off our conversation today, we're going to talk about an app. And this isn't exactly an app review because it's not an app that's currently available to the public. So we didn't really have a chance to download it and be able to thoroughly test it out like we typically do in our app reviews. But it's still something we wanted to talk about because we do love to talk about apps on the Boob Group and encourage them. And, you know, as we said earlier, the Boob Group has its own app. New Mommy Media has its own app. And apps have just become a way of life. And it, they can really help when you're trying to breastfeed or pump for your baby. And so this app is called Mother's Milk Messaging. And what's really neat about it, it is a way to gain support for moms to gain support and receive text messages, encouraging text messages, as well as uh, text messages that may ask some questions about how their baby is doing in the very beginning. So it's really someone following up with you to make sure everything's going well. And from what we gather from this app, because again, we haven't had a chance to fully test it yet. Um, We did receive some information about it because it's part of a study that's happening right now um, with the University of Colorado. And believe it or not, some professors put this app together and they're tracking it. They're tracking some of the results. And basically what happened is for the women that participated in this, it says for the results, 95% were currently breastfeeding three months after giving birth compared with 80 percent of their control group. It says the same amount, which is 95%, were feeding babies breast milk more than 80% of the time compared with 78% of women who hadn't used the app. Um, so you can see just a little bit of difference in the numbers there. And this is interesting because while we promote apps on our show all the time, we don't have a lot of information about how it's impacting moms. You know, moms say, oh, I use this app and it helps me, but we don't have anything to really quantify that. And we know that support is so important. So definitely wanted to get everyone's take on this, you know, just as something that, hey, if you got a little text message here and there, again, some of this is interactive. You do need to respond to it, but it's someone that's kind of following up with you to see how things are going. You know, how do you think that that would help you? Do you think it would help you, you know, as you breastfeed or even pump for your baby? So Kristen, let's start with you as our expert. I know you run support groups and you you teach breastfeeding classes. So what do you think of this concept of this app and what they've been able to do? 
You know, I absolutely love the idea of an app. Um, as a mom, I know sometimes leaving the house to go to a support group is not um, easy with a newborn, particularly if it's not your first baby. I know personally that was something I struggled with was to get to a support group. And I love the idea that you're being checked in on and you don't have to go anywhere, but just that moms are getting support and education and they don't have to go out and seek it. It's right there on their phone, which is, you know, we all can't live without our cell phone. So it's right there. <laughs> it's easy and it's convenient and it's educating moms. It's giving them support and giving them resources that um, one of the things I read about the app was that it, it will send them um, helpful links sometimes for whatever information they are seeking. And I just, I love the idea of it. It's just so vital to have that support as a new mom. Absolutely. It, it says the moms started receiving the support, so started using the app roughly six weeks before and after their delivery date. They received five to seven messages from the app as push notifications. So you guys know push notifications are those things that automatically pop up on your phone, right? So you really can't ignore it, even if you right. wanted to. You kind of have to exit out of it or something. And so, yeah, that's kind of how these moms were being communicated with. And obviously, someone was on the other end, you know, giving out this information and asking for information to help guide them. And it doesn't indicate if this is going to go to the public, which is, you know, something we would obviously need in order to officially review this. But it does say that a larger trial is being planned for this. So maybe at some point, I, I would imagine, if, if they find that this is helpful, that they would release it to the public. But Toriana, what do you think about this app? This sounds amazing. I find like the first maybe few weeks to a month to a couple, even the couple first couple months of breastfeeding can be really hard. There's a lot of curveballs that can be thrown at you. You're, you're second guessing. You're like, is this normal? Do I do this? What do I do? Oh my gosh. There's a lot of questions that are rolling around in your head. And it would be nice if your phone, because you're, you have it near you all the time when you're breastfeeding and just <laughs> late at night, <laughs> keeping you awake. It'd be nice if your phone was like, Hey, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. I know it's hard or you're doing, you know, you're, this is great. Or here's some tips on how to make this less painful or this hurt less. You know, it would be very supportive. With my second child, I had a doula. So she was texting me uh, after he was born. It just like, hey, how's nursing going? How are you doing? And I, the difference between the uh, postpartum period with my first and my second was just, it was great to have someone there asking about me, seeing how I'm doing, not just the baby. <laughs> because it is. <laughs> Breastfeeding it can be really hard. It's, it can be really easy, but it can also just be crazy. So it was nice to have that support. And so I can imagine that this, for the people who can't have a doula or don't have someone, you know, on their phone talking to you all the time would be really helpful and really beneficial. So Alicia, you're about to have your first baby, right? That's correct. Okay. So this could be really applicable to somebody like you. What, what do you think of the concept of this app? I, I really like it a lot. Just the fact of even right now, I've got at least like eight different pregnancy apps that I go through <laughs> on a normal basis. Every Thursday when my week changes, I'm like, ooh, what do they all say? Because it's all <laughs> the same, but slightly different enough to where I have to check every single one, of course. But I love the fact that this would send those messages and stuff just to kind of make sure that you're always being taken care of and kept track of. Like, of course, there are support groups, and I do want to be a part of uh, something like that. Um, but as far as the idea and the concept of it, I think it sounds amazing. Yeah. So we'll continue to, to follow this. Maybe they will release it to the public. Maybe I should reach out. I'm going to reach out actually to the publicist here who uh, sent me this uh, information. And perhaps it will be available. And if it is, we'll certainly let everybody know. 
This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, so today we're talking about taking a prenatal breastfeeding class. And Kristen Davis is our expert. She is a clinical lactation specialist. And as I mentioned before, she also teaches these classes. Kristen, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be able to share my passion for breastfeeding and education with you guys today. Awesome. Okay, so what is a breastfeeding class and and what is the overall goal when we take one of these classes? So in a breastfeeding class, moms and I also ask their partners to come and we just give an idea about what breastfeeding is going to be like. Um, The goal is that we educate moms and dads and that we provide um, resources for them if they find that they're struggling. And really, my main goal when I teach my classes is that a mom will leave and understand the benefits for both her and her baby of breastfeeding. Because I feel like when you understand the benefits of it, if you encounter some bumps along the road, it's going to give you the strength to persevere. So that is my main goal in breastfeeding classes. Yeah, and we've talked about, you know, just in our conversations on the boob group, definitely prenatal breastfeeding classes have definitely come up in the conversation, but we've never really dove into it, which is why, I, you know, I think an episode like this is, is so important. And all of us, with the exception of Kristen, <laughs> had taken a prenatal class uh, in the past, you know, prior to starting breastfeeding. And, you know, I want to make it very clear, and this is why I asked the question, what's the goal? That the breastfeeding class isn't there to provide every single answer to every question because you and inevitably, and this is why we talked about that app, right? You're going to have questions as things come your way. But to Kristen's point, if you know the benefits of breastfeeding um, and you've determined that that is something that you really want to pursue, again, whether it's just breastfeeding, whether it's pumping, but providing your baby with breast milk, if that is your goal, these classes give you some really good tools to be able to navigate that, especially in the beginning. The beginning is just, it's it's so crucial. It can really make or break um, a relationship. So Kristen, why is it important for moms to take these classes while they're still pregnant? Because, for example, Alicia hasn't breastfed a baby before. So, you know, it's a a totally different concept. Um, Why is it important to start this before they have their baby and they can actually practice with their baby? This actually feeds right into what you were just saying. The reason to do this when you're pregnant is just to be familiar with the idea and to have those tools and resources, because I don't teach, um, you know, every specific thing and answer every single question, because as you said, new questions come up once you've experienced it. And moms aren't going to remember everything that they learned, you know, at, you know, 33 weeks pregnant, but they have an idea of what to expect and what is normal and more so what is not normal. And when something is not going the way that it should that it it might be time to look further into this and get help instead of um, so I know so many moms that just suffer through if they have a painful latch or you know they just feel like breastfeeding is not going well but they 
really want to do it anyways. And because we are incredible women and we just do it. And that's something that's important that, you know, sometimes this is not the way it goes. You know, your baby has something specific going on, whether it's something or in their oral anatomy or whatever. And that latch is painful, um, that a painful latch is not normal and you can get help and it can be corrected. And then you can continue on with a beautiful breastfeeding journey. So uh, just that familiarity of breastfeeding and what to expect and when to get help. And how are these classes typically offered? Um, Are they done through hospitals or can you reach out to independent lactation educators, consultants for these classes? Do they happen online? What, what, What are we seeing right now? Um, Yes, absolutely. All of the above. Almost all hospitals that you can deliver at um, do offer these classes. If it's not offered at the hospital that you deliver at, they will usually list a like a sister hospital or somewhere else, a location nearby that you can take them. There are private classes. I personally teach private classes. Sometimes a lot of Babies Are Us will have like a free intro to breastfeeding class. That's one that I actually have taught in the past. And it's just, it's not a full class, but it's just kind of a preview of a breastfeeding class. But again, gives moms, those moms and dads, the resources to know where to go. Doulas are an excellent resource because in, um, for a lot of doulas, they include information on breastfeeding and um, can certainly connect you with a private lactation educator um, or IBCLC or whoever in the area. So um, another and another place is sometimes like a local retail, smaller retail baby place or um, ultrasound studios. Um, I've seen classes listed there, too. All right. So it sounds like there's a lot of different places. And I would imagine if someone is doing more of a standard prenatal care, you know, through a hospital or something, this would be something that their OB talks to them about or gives them a handout or something like that where they could get more information. Is that how it's typically disseminated within the hospital? Yes, I think that there's, um, it's been a few years since I, I had a child, but there <laughs> are, um, I know when I had my first one, there was a, um, like a flyer that came in a new mommy packet and they encourage you to take a, a child birth education class. And I know that in the local hospitals where I'm at, there is, uh, in addition to the, the child birth education, there's also breastfeeding classes that are offered. And it's all listed on the same flyer that um, is given by the OBs. Great. Alicia, so why did you decide to take a breastfeeding class? I am interested in taking all of the classes, <laughs> I guess. Uh, this is actually the last of four that uh, the hospital I'm delivering at was able to provide. Uh, so we did the birthing class first, uh, infant CPR, uh, newborn care, and then this is the last one. So I'm just, well, well, for me personally, I really, really want to breastfeed as long as I can. My uh, initial goal is for definitely one year and just to see where it goes from there. But I'm, I'm really, really passionate about making sure that I can make that commitment and to work through everything. I'm a big hands-on learner. And Mm -hmm. so I've been reading books and listening to the boob group, of course, (laughs) but um, really want to be able to have that hands-on kind of learning to be able to help myself along the way, I guess. Okay. That's great. That's awesome. And Tariana, why did you decide to take a breastfeeding class? Oh man. (laughs) I also (laughs) took a lot of classes. It felt, I guess, normal to me. I never really thought not to breastfeed. I don't know why. It was just the way that I was thinking at the time. I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to be breastfeeding. No problem. Let's take a class because I'm a planner and I like to be prepared for things. So 
uh, it was super beneficial. It was really nice to just know what to expect in regards to, you know, like pain levels. And because I, I just thought, you know, put baby on the boob, done. Everything's easy peasy. And I'm glad that I took this class because it's not just put baby on the boob. <laughs> there's a lot of nuance and there's a lot of little, you know, things going on. So it was nice to know how big the baby's belly is, how much milk the baby needs, what is a normal pain and what is not a normal pain and what kind of things to look out for in regards to like clogged ducts or mastitis or anything like that. Because again, I'm a planner and I just wanted to have this information at the back of my head so that I could kind of keep an eye out for it when in those delirious early mornings or whatever. (laughs) Right. Kristen, what about moms who are unsure about breastfeeding? They're kind of on the fence. They don't know if this is something they want to do. Should they still take a class or do you have to have your mind pretty much made up that breastfeeding is what you want to do? Oh, they should absolutely take a class. I feel like if a mom is unsure whether or not they want to breastfeed, but they're open to it, getting the information on breastfeeding will at minimum, help them make an informed decision that they really do. Like I said before, they have the information, they understand the benefits of breastfeeding and that they really want to give it a go. And then if they decide that they don't want to breastfeed or they feel like their fears of breastfeeding are coming to reality, um, they have resources and they have somewhere to turn and someone to talk to in the, the breastfeeding, like for me personally, if I teach a private breastfeeding class, they have me as a resource and they can message me or call me and say, hey, I'm really struggling. I just don't think this is working out. And I can, you know, walk them through it and just give them that that extra reassurance of this is normal or this is not normal and maybe we should get some help. And I have had moms that gave breastfeeding a shot and it it they did it for some time and it wasn't working for whatever personal reason and there's no judgment. And then I can also help them to gently end their breastfeeding journey. So it's it's definitely good for moms to, if they're unsure, to at least get that information so that they can make an informed decision on giving it a go or or not. What about second or third time moms? So Alicia's a first time mom. So and, and, and I think Turiana and I both admitted we took a breastfeeding class, but we only did it with our first. I didn't do it. And I didn't even do it actually when I knew I was expecting twins, which would have probably been a really good idea <laughs> to take a twins class if those even exist. I might have to find it online. But what about taking it with your other babies? We know that that all babies are different. All babies have different, you know, they're, they're just different babies. They, they struggle you know, with different things. Moms struggle with different things with each pregnancy and and childbirth experience. So would it be a good idea to take a class again or some sort of refresher for our subsequent babies? Yes, absolutely. Some of my favorite um, moms that I encounter are the second or third time moms that they breastfed the first time, but they just didn't have the the successful beauty, beautiful journey that they were hoping to have. And they yeah. maybe they struggled or they had to supplement. I mean, for me personally, my first one, I had to supplement and we struggled very much through the beginning. And so they want it to just be easier from day one. And so they will seek out that help through um, a breastfeeding class. And um, it's really fun because they they bring something for the other people in the class, the other students in the class, they bring something to the table that they can say, I did breastfeed and it was kind of tough. And I really want it to work out better this time and to be easier. And that's why I'm getting this information now. 
I took my class with the first, but I didn't with my second, mainly because my first nursing relationship was so easy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She latched great from the first time, and it was just easy sailing through the two years of nursing her. I was like, oh, yeah, I don't need to take another class. And it was with my son, it was a little more difficult for whatever reason. He just to shreds, man, (laughs) just nursing all the time. And I just remember one of those hazy early morning just being like this is not how it was supposed to be this was this is a lot different than how it was with my daughter what is happening and it was just you know me getting reused to it and him getting used to it but uh yeah I could definitely see that a secondary class would have been beneficial right (laughs) but in my naivety I was like oh yeah it's cool I got this down it was so easy the first time (laughs) and every baby is different every baby presents new challenges Um, I had a a whole new experience, a new challenge with with each of my three children, all of which have made me better in this job professionally. (laughs) I've experienced um, a lot of challenges. Um, But yes, every baby is different and you just don't know. And and that's one thing. If a a mom had a wonderful relationship, breastfeeding relationship the first time and nursed to, you know, 15 months and it was just great. Those typically aren't the moms that I see in the prenatal classes, Um, but there are support groups that those moms can come to. So, you know, you have baby number two and you're expecting it to be perfect like it was the first time and then it's not. And then that's where a support group comes in. And who else should join? I think you mentioned before that a partner, you think it's a good idea if the partner joins. And is there anyone else that should be there? What about caregivers or other people that are going to be helping with your baby? Yes, I do ask that the partner or dad come to the breastfeeding class because like Tariana said, those wee hours of the morning when everything's kind of fuzzy, um, then your partner can remind you, hey, remember the that lactation lady? She said something <laughs> about, you know, X, Y, and Z and can just can remind you and can support you. And when, um, you know, your nipples are bleeding and you hurt and you are so tired and you just want to open up a bottle of formula or a can of formula and have somebody else feed that baby, dad can remind you or the partner can remind you that, hey, you know, remember that lactation lady, she talked about supply and demand, and that it's really important that you don't skip feeds and, and be that support because the most important factor to breastfeeding is actually not a mom's determination. It is her support. So if the partner at home is supporting whoever that is. If that's, you know, that's daddy or that's, you know, a, a roommate or or their own mom that is there to help. If that person that is in their household is supporting them in breastfeeding, that is the highest indicator of success. Alicia, is anyone accompanying you to your class or are you going at it by yourself? Oh, no, he is coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> well, and I don't think he quite... He loves the idea of the baby coming, but I don't think he's quite fully prepared. It's clicked in his mind how much work it's going to be. So through these classes, and he's been with me to all the other classes as well, it's been slowly but surely, oh, okay, got it. (laughs) So uh, very excited to have him there with me. And he's also very big advocate for breastfeeding. Whenever uh, we first found out that we were pregnant, he had asked me, he's like, so you're planning on breastfeeding? I was like, yeah, of course. He's like, oh, great job. And he gave me a high five. Like, 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> glad we're glad we figured that out. We're on board with this. Cool. <laughs> it's your little team. We got a little team effort going on there. I, yeah, I got it. my cheerleader. You do. That's fantastic. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to review what topics you will learn more about in a prenatal breastfeeding class. So we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Welcome back. We're continuing our discussion on taking a prenatal breastfeeding class and what's involved. Kristen Davis is our expert. Kristen, tell us a little bit more about the structure of these classes. You know, how long do the classes typically last? Do they go multiple days? How many hours are we talking about? And I realize there may be, you know, some variation, but what typically, what do we see? Typically, class is just one evening. It's an hour and a half to two hours. I mean, that that can vary depending on the size of the class, of course, and how in-depth the parents want to get with questions and whatnot. But it's it's usually just a quick one evening thing. It doesn't take too much time out of your life um, and gives you a lot to go home and digest. All right, so let's dive into this. What are some of the topics that moms will learn a lot about? We talked earlier about the benefits of breastfeeding. So can you tell us a little bit more about kind of the highlights of what you typically go over? Well, I usually start my classes asking moms, what do they know or what have they heard about breastfeeding? Okay. Um, this is where the mom who struggled the first time comes really fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and I, I list the pros and cons and it's a really great place to, as I progress through the class and, and provide the education, it's a good reference to come back to. And the number one thing always on there that moms have heard is it hurts. Um, so we talk a lot about that. So we, we, we talk about the benefits for both mom and baby that, you know, antibodies, the immunity that, that your baby gets, their poop is not so awful smelling, which is a huge <laughs> benefit for the dads. <laughs> We're all about that. Um, yes. <laughs> that's always a fun topic. Um, and also the benefits for mom, a lot of the health benefits. Um, and then we talk, I talk about the health additives of breastfeeding for both mom and baby, like, you know, the risks of the risk of SIDS is reduced, childhood cancers are reduced, type 1 diabetes and, and adolescent diabetes. And also for um, moms who had gestational diabetes, it is, is so beneficial for them to breastfeed as well. I mean, there's, there's, I could go on and on about all the benefits of breastfeeding. Um, and then I also talk about the golden hour and baby's first latch and show a fun video about breast crawl. And after you give birth and your baby just naturally finds the breast all on their own and the importance of skin to skin during that time and the bonding of that. And we talk about feeding cues, um, looking for your baby's feeding cues and positioning and feeding your baby on demand. Talk about 
good latch and um, signs of milk transfer, what to look for, um, what breastfeeding should feel like, what breastfeeding should not feel like, uh, feeding frequency and supply. And um, we talk about demand and supply and what when you do supplement with a bottle, whether that be formula or pumped milk, um, how that plays into being in sync with your baby and your body responding appropriately and producing just the right amount of breast milk for your baby. Um, then we talk about dad and partner and their role, which is, you know, supporting and encouraging and burping and changing diapers. <laughs> um, and because sometimes with breastfeeding, that's a concern that a lot of dads have is that they don't get to participate in the feeding. And that right. is um, not true. They do get to participate in the feeding, maybe not the direct feeding at the breast, but they are still a very, very big and important part of this game. And then probably one of my favorite topics is talking about nursing in public and baby wearing and how you can just make breastfeeding part of your life and um, a normal thing for other people as well. I'm glad that you added, um, I don't know if it was always part of your talk. I don't remember my class ever talking about breastfeeding in public. I'm really glad that you have that as part of that because I really wish I would have heard a little bit more. And maybe it has something to do with, you know, my son now is uh, almost six. So I took, you know, this class about six years ago. And so maybe it's changed. I know there's a lot more in the media now about breastfeeding in public, but I'm glad you have that in there. That's one of my personal additives to my, you know, structured class. Because it is, it's so important and it's such a big part of what breastfeeding is, is being able to be out and about and in public and not have to run to a nursing room or run back to the car like I did with my first one or, you know, go in the car and pump and then bottle feed because I don't want to breastfeed even being covered. I didn't want to breastfeed in public. And that's, um, that's not a way to live your life. You know, you gotta, you gotta be mom and just continue on and then show the next generation what breastfeeding looks like and what motherhood looks like. So moms, what did you guys gain from your breastfeeding class? Is there, well, I know Alicia, you still have to take yours, so you can't like really foresee into the future. <laughs> what, <laughs> when um, Christian was going through this list, is that kind of what you expected to get out of the class, Alicia? I was excited learning about when you were talking about the benefits of breastfeeding, because I actually have gestational diabetes and the benefits for that. So I'm excited to, I hope they talk about that in my class and the kind of things that I can expect from that uh, to be able to help after birth and what that's going to mean for life after gestational diabetes. Yeah. And then that's a good point. So if moms have specific questions after the class, Kristen, do most educators and consultants who's, you know, teaching these classes, do they typically allow some time for that? Or is there usually like a Q&A or something at the end? How does that? Yes, I absolutely. I leave a lot of time and I can gauge usually throughout the class, um, the kind of questions that I'm getting, how interactive my audience is. And um, I definitely leave time for Q&A. I mean, it, it's nice that I start with the pros and cons. So that's kind of an opportunity at like if we're coming into this class and we have either reservations or things that we're really excited about that um, can come out at the beginning and then we can discuss it throughout the class. So it's not all questions and answers at the end. But yes, there's there's usually an opportunity for that. So if you have a specific question or something that's specific to you and your health that you're concerned about, that's a, a great opportunity. And Turiana, do you remember anything in particular that you gained from these classes? Or what, what do you recall from taking your class? Oh, that was four years. Uh, let's see. Four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
I remember them speaking about the size of the baby's belly. You know, that, that a newborn's in belly is about the size of, I think it's like a marble or something crazy small. And so that obviously you're feeding with colostrum first and it's okay because there's not a whole lot because they don't have a lot of place to put it. And that really helped alleviate some of the stress of, oh my gosh, am I feeding my baby enough? Because you, you can't really tell. There's no visual guide you can say, yeah, that, that tummy's full or whatever. You just know, like, all right, you've been here for about 40 minutes. Your marble-sized belly is probably full. <laughs> um, that was really helpful. My husband took it with me, and it was really helpful for him to also learn how to support me, as mentioned before. You know, just those ways of saying, hey, you're doing a great job. <laughs> or, I know this is really hard. You're, thank you so much for doing this for our child. Uh, you're, this is great. It was really nice to hear those sort of things when, yeah, gosh. <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> I think I learned about holding the child, positioning the baby. I think we learned about like the football hold and then the basic cradle hold. Uh, which is what I always did. I tried the football and it just never worked for me. But I think, you know, with the boppy pillow and the cradle hold, that just kind of worked out for me. And it was really nice to learn about the, that there were different ways to position the baby and myself to see what works better. For example, with my second one, I haven't, I had an overactive letdown. So it was really nice to know that I can lean, lay on my back and he'll lay on top of me. And that way he just, he doesn't kind of choke as much when it just flies out. <laughs> You know, I remember in taking my class, for some reason, maybe it was because a lot of the people in the class were asking questions, but we spent a lot of time on latch. And I remember feeling a little overwhelmed because it got very kind of technical. You know, okay, baby's head should be like this. And they were showing a lot of diagrams and nipple needs to go in here. And if you're experiencing pain, it's because, you know, baby doesn't have a good enough latch. And, you know, this is the exact position the brush should technically be in. And my head wanted to explode. It was like (laughs) one of those things like, oh, my gosh, this is so technical. I thought you just kind of put baby up there and baby figured out what to do. Um, And I'm also glad that they showed that video, Kristen, that you were talking about where babies were rooting around um, near the breast. You just put baby on the breast right after and the baby's born and they start rooting around and they can, you know, smell the fluid and stuff like that to know where the nipple is. And once I saw that, I was like, okay, so maybe I won't have to worry about latch so much. You'll figure out where to go. And then, and then of course, you know, I I know I was delivering in a hospital and uh, that there would be people there to help me. So yeah, that's kind of what I what I got out of it. I remember all of the uh, different football holds, the, the cradle hold that you were talking about, Tariana. And it's funny, I had the same experience too. I, I Cradle hold worked really well for me. Like with my firstborn, I needed to use a nipple shield. And so for some reason, that position just kind of worked better for us with the nipple shield. And, you know, I had my pillow too that I had the baby on. Um, I wish I would have paid more attention to football hold though, because I definitely needed that with the twins. The twins. Because, and yeah, you got to do football hold. Trying to breastfeed. They don't like sitting on top of each other too much. But yeah, absolutely. I feel like um, one of the reasons that the traditional cradle hold is is preferred because it is preferred by a lot of moms is because that's what we are familiar with. That's what we, you know, when you see a breastfeeding baby in the movies or or wherever, you see the cradle hold. Um, So uh, that goes back to what we talked about at the beginning, that the point of this class is to become familiar with these different techniques. And um, there are a lot of benefits to the football hold, especially if you have multiples or, you know, for if you've had a C-section, there, there are just so many different benefits to the different positions, um, like the laid back feeding. There, there are tons of benefits and being familiar with all of these 
different positions is very helpful. But I mean, I try not to get too technical because I remember I did take a, a prenatal like birth class and I remember my head spinning because I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm not going to remember all of this. Right, um, right. So it's just about being familiar with it. And then there is, I mean, all hospitals do have lactation support, but most of them have an IBCLC on staff who can come and help you and, um, you know, give you a plan that is specific to you and your baby based on, you know, your birth and your baby and all of that. So it sounds like thumbs up. We would recommend this to other moms, you know, whether they're, you know, first time moms, second time moms, anyone that has questions on breastfeeding, Turiana, thumbs up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Obviously, Kristen, thumbs up. Of and then course. Alicia, you'll, Alicia, you'll have to let us know. <laughs> would recommend it. <laughs> but a lot of these classes, you know, if you are, you know, going through a hospital, uh, at least in my situation, they were free. What, what's the price range? I know it probably varies, Kristen, but if, if they're seeking, you know, outside classes, how does that usually work? What's the price range? Usually a breastfeeding class is about the same or maybe a little bit less than a uh, birth education class. Okay. Um, okay. Typically they're usually right, right around there. Sometimes birth education classes are like multiple days and a breastfeeding class is usually just one evening. Okay. So um, it's a little bit less, but I know for in our area, I believe the local hospital um, where I'm at in Southern California, I think it runs about 40 to 50 dollars so it's not too expensive i i always say that if, whether it's a breastfeeding class or a console it is less than two weeks worth of formula so it's worth the investment to if breastfeeding is something that you really want to try and give it your best it's worth it to get the education and the help either beforehand in the breastfeeding class or once the baby's there in a private console it's worth it well, ladies, thanks so much for joining us and being part of our conversation today, sharing your experiences. It was great chatting with you. If you're a member of the Boob Group Club, then be sure to check out our bonus content for this episode. We're going to discuss how attending a breastfeeding support group while you're pregnant can also help your overall breastfeeding experience. So for more information about our club, you can visit our website at newmommymedia.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So before we wrap up our show, we do have a question from one of our listeners. This actually comes from Mary in Indianapolis. And Mary writes, I am 31 weeks pregnant with my first child. I can't wait to breastfeed. I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm hoping and praying that it will work out and I'll feel much more educated after listening to your show. But I also do have a question. I have been off my anxiety medication since I found out I was pregnant. And I've been doing pretty well and things are good. I'm feeling okay. I also know that when the baby comes, things will be infinitely hard. Harder, and I have everything uh, set in place. I also have a good support system. We know that's important. So I'll be successful with breastfeeding. If I really need to go back on my anxiety medication, because I know it's important to be a happy mom and a calm mom, I also know it's not safe to be taking some types of medication while breastfeeding. Obviously, I want to breastfeed as long as possible. But if I need to go back on my medication, would it be safest to go to a milk bank or what other recommendations do you have? Hi, Mary. Thanks for your question. My name is Helen Anderson. I'm a registered nurse and a certified lactation educator, and I am one of the experts here at New Mommy Media. 
and I want to thank you for asking about medications and breastfeeding. I talked to many other mothers with similar questions about medications and even about alcohol and now more than ever recreational substances like marijuana. Moms want to know how much of these substances actually get into their breast milk and how it affects their baby and these are wonderful questions. So back to you. It sounds like you are doing wonderful preparing and planning for your baby's arrival. It sounds like you're managing your anxiety very well. Great work. Some anti-anxiety medications are better than others if you're breastfeeding. So talk to your doctor about what you can take. You might stick with what you were using before getting pregnant or you might switch to something else. For example, Ativan, a medication we also know as lorazepam as the generic name, does not show any adverse effects on a nursing infant at the normal dose, and so there's no precautions required. Zoloft is another medication that most researchers find that at the therapeutic dose is undetectable in the infant's blood. However, Xanax is one that does seem to cause sedation in a breastfed infant, according to researchers, and this means your baby is going to have poor muscle tone. They might sleep a lot. They might not respond to you when you're trying to interact with them. These are all signs of sedation. So especially if your baby is premature or very young, because your baby's liver is very immature and it's going to have a tough time filtering and excreting these medications, which means that they're going to build up in your baby's body and the side effects are going to be increased. So if you need to take a medication and you have questions about it and you're breastfeeding, the best, best, best database for finding out about medications and breastfeeding is LACTMED. That's L-A-C-T-M-E-D. Google it. I use it all the time. And so do other experts that help breastfeeding moms. It's a free website created by the National Institute of Health. And it's an absolute treasure trove of information on this topic. It's so easy to use. You just put the medication in the search box and you get the latest information about the effects on breastfeeding in your baby. And did I mention it's free? Thanks for the question and best of luck. Your baby's lucky to have such a great mama. That wraps up our show for today. Thanks so much for listening to The Boob Group. Don't forget to check out our sister shows, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, Newbies for Newly Postpartum Moms, Parent Savers for Moms and Dads with Toddlers, and Twin Talks for Parents of Multiples. This is The Boob Group, where moms know breast. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. How would you like to have your own show on the New Mommy Media Network? We're expanding our lineup and looking for great content. If you're a business or organization interested in learning more about our co-branded podcasts, visit our website at newmommymedia.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.